regular contributor to the program, the head of wirepoints.org, Ted Dabrowski, joins us today. Ted, thanks for the time. Hey, thanks for having me, Will. Open up my email inbox this morning, and I saw that Saturday at 1 p.m. had landed a new press release from Wirepoints, and it was entitled Poor Student Achievement and Nearly Zero Accountability. I began to read into this, and it really zeroed in on a couple of statistics regarding math and reading comprehension amongst Illinois students, uh, quite shocking statistics. Uh, with that set up, I'll let you take it from there. Well, Will, you know, we, we uh, were looking early on at some Chicago numbers, and people were, were just surprised that Chicago had such high graduation rates, 80, 84%, when only 26% of the uh, you know, kids were graduating were reading at grade level or doing English at grade level. And so that shocked people. So as we prepared to look at the rest of the state, we started finding numbers that made Chicago look good. Uh, Decatur, just 2% of third graders in Decatur were reading at grade level. And that, that shocked us. We thought it was wrong. So we looked at their math. There's 1% uh, of kids were at grade level in math. And this is third grade, right? And everybody knows if you can't read in third grade, then you're in big trouble in fifth grade when you're doing sciences or history or civics or whatever whatever classes you start to do. Yeah, and so so it was shocking. And, uh, you know, we kept peeling back the onion. So that's that's why we did this report and, and a video that came with it. We we said we have to we have to make this known to people. This is, you know, one, unacceptable, two, amazing. And where do these numbers come from? Well, they come from the Illinois State Report Card. So the Illinois State Board of Education you know, gathers up all this data across all the districts. They put together, it's one of the better websites, frankly, for, for government website, uh, the Illinois State Report Card. Um, it's online, IllinoisReportCard.com. And uh, they publish all this. So we're just going and grabbing the data straight from there. Because, you know, I, like, like you, when we first looked at the Decatur results, I thought they were wrong. We actually called right then the Decatur Public Schools and said, is this data correct? And they said, uh, yes. So they confirmed the uh, 2% reading uh, results. And what tests are being administered to determine who is reading at grade level? Is this a part of some standardized testing these numbers derive from? Correct. Yeah, this is standardized testing that's done across the state. And so, you know, of course, when, when, the, when they're older kids, uh, everybody knows them as the, uh, the SAT, right? In 11th grade, that's, that's what a lot of the stuff is based on here. And when they're younger kids, this is the individual uh, assessment for readiness, Illinois assessment of readiness. And so they do that in math and in, uh, in English, and they do that all the elementary years, you know, and then, um, and then you have in, in ninth grade and 11th grade. So, you know, they're being tested and compared across the state. So this is the same test they're taking, you know, in the suburbs of Chicago, downstate, all over the state. And it seems like recently these standardized tests have come under attack. Ted, do you think that's because the uh, test results have been so poor and so the thought process, well, there must be something wrong with this test? Well, that's part of it, right? You know, look, let's also be fair. These assessment tests are always tough, right? You're trying to, you're trying to assess kids across, you know, an entire state or across an entire country, and there will always be some kind of biases or some kind of this or some kind of that, right? Because, you know, teaching to a test is a horrible way to, to teach, but it's kind of hard not to, have, not to be able to assess somebody without some kind of statewide or nationwide test. So, you know, there's a lot of critique, but there's a real problem right now, and those tests are being attacked. 
as being, you know, part of the uh, patriarchy, um, that they're racist, all that. And, and, and sadly, it's being used to dumb down standards. We're removing standards and we're making it so that worse grades get, worse performance gets better grades. It's, it's a real mess. But I, but I, but I, no matter what you think about these assessments, even if you think that they're wrong or, or we're seeing that some districts, many districts are far below all the others. And that should raise all kinds of flags about what's going on in our, in our education system. And why do kids who can't perform well just get pushed through the system no matter what? Why are they being graduated when they can't perform? Um, why are they being moved to the next grade when they can't read if they're in the third grade? Why go to the fourth grade or fifth grade? Those, things, those questions need to be asked and challenged because we are spending the eighth most per student spending in the country in Illinois and we're not getting the results we should get from that at all. In fact, in fact, in some of these districts, it's almost like getting nothing. Well, one of the statistics that you published in this report said that 0% of black third graders in Mount Vernon, Illinois schools were reading at a third grade level. Is that right? It is right. I'm, I'm looking at it right this minute. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very sad results overall. Um, for whites, it's just uh, 22% can read at grade level in the third grade. But for blacks, it's, it's zero. I mean, flat out zero. And, um, you know, there's 5% that are approaching the standards, but they don't make it. And then the, uh, the other, uh, you know, 95% are partially met or did not meet. And, and somebody's got to, you know, somebody, including parents, need to be jumping up and down, screaming and saying, what is going on here? Because... You know, basically, they're going to school and getting nothing for it. Might as well just keep them at home, and maybe there'd be a better, you know, better chance of getting results at home with with homeschooling and and reading books because it can't continue like this. Now, I noticed on the Excel spreadsheet that listed all of the school district in the state that not every school district was their statistics in every category. So. Are there some school districts that don't administer the standardized testing, and that's the reason why there's gaps in the data in some districts and not in others? No, it, 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 all, all of them do. It'll all be a question whether it's a high school district, and so therefore they won't have the uh, Illinois uh, ready, readiness assessment because that's only for elementary schools. So they'll only have the SAT, where if it's an elementary school district, they won't have anything for the SAT. So it all just depends on what kind of school district it is. I see. But people can go to wirepoints.org and review the entire report and see that spreadsheet that I am talking about and see what their own uh, community results were. Uh, this doesn't seem to get much publicity, Ted, despite the fact that it is quite an appalling set of statistics released from Illinois' very own State Board of Education. Yeah, it's fascinating. And, and, and let me add a couple more things just before I before I respond to that. Is that you've also got teacher assessments in the system. You know, this on the Illinois report card. And you'll find that most of these uh, districts across the, across the state will, on average, have about 98% of teachers rated as proficient or excellent. And this is uh, these are evaluations done by an administrator or a evaluator trained in performance evaluation. So they are getting, despite those two percent or zero percent or seven percent, like in Rockford or eight percent in Peoria, uh, they're getting ratings in the high, in the nineties and the high nineties across the entire state. So there's a huge disconnect between the ratings of teachers 
and the outcomes. And then the State Board of Education also rates schools. And uh, the like the schools I was talking about in Decatur, 30% of those schools get a commendable rating. That's the second highest rating that the ISB has. So, you know, they're saying commendable to districts that can't they can't get even 10% of the kids to be reading at grade level. It's 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 an absurdity and it deserves much more attention. Now, the majority party in the state of Illinois, the Democrats, have made uh, equity and inclusion and lifting up folks on the lower ends of the economic ladder, uh, minorities, black and brown people, the focus of their political campaigns. But yet I do not hear an urgency from leadership to address this particular issue. Why do you believe that is? Uh, you know, we're, we're in a political movement right now where everything is being seen through an equity lens. Nobody wants to challenge that right now. It's politically you know, dangerous for too many people to take on the system. You're labeled as a racist. Uh, you know, when, when I would argue that probably the, the most racist thing we have is, is allowing this, this school systems to continue like this with such low, low expectations, uh, just push, pushing them through the system, graduating them, and um, you know, hoping, hoping they can do well. Unfortunately, we're, we're in that, that pendulum is swinging really hard and heavy right now for the equity lens. And uh, I can't wait till it's over because what, what every kid needs, no matter what color they are, no matter what race, no matter what anything, is they need to have high expectations. Kids are, kids are brilliant. It, you, know, you know when you see a, a, a six-year-old, seven-year-old, they're, they're so smart. They're, they're like sponges. They absorb anything. And they're all equally capable. It's just that we have to demand it of them, uh, you know, put them in the right environment, have a situation where, where kids are taught to, to read, make sure that they don't go past third grade without reading. And, uh, you know, if they can do that, then have a, have a, a shot. But uh, if we're passing them on past the third grade when they can't read, it's, it's like uh, it's, not, it's not good. Are the administrators and the teachers in an untenable situation and the fact that if you don't push a third grader through or any level grader through, then does that create a log jam that just simply couldn't be dealt with? It could be. In Florida, they passed a law, they passed a law quite a few years ago, that no kid can go past the third grade without reading. And what it does is it brings to light the urgency, one, of having to get kids to read, and two, parents are on notice and the teachers are on notice. You can't let this kid through. Do what you need to do to get the kid reading, right? Invest more time, invest more resources, uh, make sure everybody's aware, but don't let this kid go further. And, uh, yeah, it should create pressure, shouldn't it? You know, it should, it should create a lot of pressure on everybody. Well, and I have to say this, too. I remember I'm 40 years old, a time before cellular telephones, and the past time on the school bus when I was very young, I would have a book to read. Or if I was going to want to learn about my favorite sports team, I had to buy the magazine off the shelf at the drugstore so I could read about what kind of team we were going to have this year. There is a certain amount of evolution in the technology, I think, that has shortened our attention spans, especially those of young people, such that reading becomes a foreign concept in day-to-day life because so many things are spoon-fed to you via a 45-second video instead of a two-paragraph news report. That's right. You know, there's TikTok videos, YouTube videos. They're, one, they're much more engaging, much more fun to watch. 
uh, and you don't have to read. And in fact, you know, you don't have to think, right? You're just, like you said, you're given that information. Uh, if you're only seeing one side of things or if you're not even seeing things that are educational, right? You're just seeing fun things. Yeah. Reading goes by the wayside. Thinking goes by the wayside. Critical thinking goes by the wayside. Um, and that's the problem we have. But Will, this is much bigger though. Okay. So that that's one of the problems, but you know, I want to argue that this whole problem is, is that we got a systemic issue because, you know, we're not just talking about Decatur. We're talking about Decatur and Mount Vernon and Rockford and Peoria and Elgin and Waukegan. I can go on and on as to how many school districts are allowing kids to, you know, that there's only you know single digits of kids being able to read a grade level. It's everywhere. And so the question then becomes, why does the system allow it? Uh, everybody's aware of it in some way. And yet everybody just, you know, continues on we graduate them we push them on uh teacher teachers have their their five-year contracts uh superintendents get their big contracts they're they're earning multi-million dollar pensions you've got lawmakers comfortable with things uh the unions take care of the lawmakers the lawmakers take care of the unions and this thing continues the system is 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 bad it's corrupt it's it's i don't want to say it's broken it's it's just a corrupted system and, and that's what goes on. And, and, you know, how do we break it? And so the only thing I can say is that you need things like school choice where somehow parents who want out of that system, you know, and can, can take a voucher and use it in some, you know, Catholic school, Christian school, Jewish school, non-denominational school. It doesn't matter. Uh, homeschooling. There's got to be better ways to do this because this one is not working. Ted Dabrowski with us today. Their latest press release, Poor Student Achievement and Near Zero Accountability. You can read the entirety of the report at wirepoints.org. Ted, anything else you want to mention about this before we let you go? Well, we've got a short short video for those who have, a, like we just talked about, shorter attention spans. We have a five-minute video that kind of lays this all out. And, uh, um, and yes, please, please find us at wirepoints.org. Uh, engage with us. We have a, a way to engage with us if you, if you uh, see the video. And... Uh, Thanks for having us on, Will.